Welcome to the Risk and Repeat Podcast, episode number 124. I'm Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I am here once again with my site editor, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. Peter, it is Monday. It is the 17th of September. Uh, we are in here, not on a nor- normal day, but that's probably a good thing because it's given it's given you and I, I guess, time to further digest a weird story that we wrote about last week that Mike Heller, senior reporter for Search Security, wrote about last week extensively. It's gotten a fair amount of coverage uh, involving Trend Micro. And this is a weird one. And I want to get to this later about just how weird. Uh, and I'll do my best to summarize this because I'm not wrong, right? I mean, this is this is sort of hard to put in a nutshell. It's a weird story. When you take everything and put it all together. Yeah. It seemed simple enough, I think, when news first broke. Yeah. And when I, I'll start there. When news first broke last week, last Monday, there was a talk about how uh, a bunch of apps had been kicked out of the Mac OS store. Apple had thrown a bunch of apps out. Some researchers had looked into these apps based on some uh, input from an anonymous Twitter user. And I think the Malwarebytes forum, user forum, um, uh, someone had, had thrown up uh, some, some signal flares on there saying, look at these apps. And these researchers, one uh, from Malwarebytes and then one, uh, Patrick Wardle, mm-hmm. uh, who's a macOS uh, security uh, authority expert, I mm-hmm. think is, is the best way. I think he is, that's the best way to describe him. Uh, they had determined that uh, several of these apps were taking browser data, taking users' browser data and extracting them and sending them off to some server. And uh, it turns out several of these apps were from Trend Micro. And Trend Micro, so these apps were Dr. Dr. Cleaner. <laughs> I love these names. These are great names, right? I mean, <laughs> you're laughing, but it, well, because I'm thinking, I'm looking at the next one, Doctor Cleaner Pro. Yeah, yeah, which, uh, yeah. Okay. As if Doctor Cleaner wasn't enough. So Doctor Cleaner, Doctor Cleaner Pro, Doctor Antivirus, Doctor Unarchiver, Doctor Battery, Doctor Battery, and <laughs> Duplicate Finder. Uh, and so Trend Micro comes out with a statement on uh, uh, Monday, basically saying, uh, you know, reports of these. Take you know stealing user data and sending them to some chi- some server in China are false. These apps are working as intended. This is outlined in the EULA. This is we we take a snapshot of browser data, little snapshot, Peter, just twenty four hours, and we use it to for security purposes. Everything is under control. Exactly. Situation normal. Situation normal. Right. Um, you know the the collection is explicitly disclosed in the EULA. Uh, we, but we take your customer concerns seriously, and we're, we will remove this capability from from the from the apps. All 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 set, all done, right? Mm-hmm. Not so fast, Peter. So they update the statement again uh, later that day on Monday, and they say, "Oh, we apologize. Uh, we have removed the browser data collection feature from all of our products, all of our consumer products. Uh, we." Uh, we identified the core issue, core issue, quote unquote, was uh, shared common code libraries 
They, you know, they, they were used across these different apps. They weren't supposed to include the data collection. And uh, we fixed the problem. This was unintentional. Now, Peter, I want to stop there. <laughs> how, how, do you go from, how do you go from everything is fine that day, everything is working as intended, to whoops, this was never supposed to be there. We've removed it all. We're sorry. Kind of like somebody wasn't was missing the point, but yeah, uh, I, I do want to. One of the th- one of the confusing things about this story is that initially the story broke about eight apps that were removed from the Mac OS Correct. App Store. Yeah, um, of those initially, um, Trend Micro confirmed that six of, confirmed six of them by name. That's right. That were theirs, and then there were the two others were. Not sure who they were, and I know that we're going to get to that. But yeah, well, but, let's get to it right now. Yeah, let's. One okay. of the other eight that was supposed to be, I guess, designed by someone else, turns out apparently it was Trend Micro. <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah, it turns out it was Trend Micro. So they they updated their response. Uh, the same day it was first released on September 10th, that Monday. September 11th, they come back and they say, uh, we confirm the situation is contained to the consumer apps in question. None of the Trend Micro products, including con- none, none of the other Trend Micro products, including consumer, small business, or enterprise are known to ever have utilized the browser data collection module. Um, okay. So why, if uh, if this if the browser data collection on Monday, as Trend Micro told us, was for security purposes, because they, this is this is great. I love this part. Uh, it's done for security purposes. Quote to analyze whether a user had recently encountered adware or other threats, and thus to improve the product and service. End quote. Stop right there. Does that make any sense? You, I, I, I'm. Uh, this is a serious question. You, you are more technical. You've written books. I know. I say that a lot, and you, you, <laughs> much to your chagrin. Yeah. But I read that and I said, "What? How, what is a 24-hour snapshot of your browser data going to? How is that really going to? Whether you encountered adware or not, I, that seems so odd to me. Does, so, does that security purpose justification? Does that hold any water? I don't know because because there's still a lot of unanswered questions here. But bottom line is, I, yes, I can imagine a scenario in which somebody at Trend Micro said, "Hey, you know what would be a good idea if we um, if we drag down 24 hours worth of data for security purposes?" Because here's this reason that I have that Trend Micro is not sharing with us because it happened in a meeting three or four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah, and. Um, and nobody even remembers the meeting, but it's in there. And and it's in the end user license agreement, which is another good reason that those things are horrible. Because yeah. because you, 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 you nobody nobody who has time to read them. Yeah. I mean, even if you wanted to, and I and I have tried to yeah. sometimes and sometimes I even can actually skim through the bottom to, yeah. to the bottom. But there's so much in there and it's so much legalese and it's basically it's terms of a contract that you're not allowed that you have to sign and you don't have any way of knowing what it actually means right um, right 
I think that uh, you know, if you if the question is, does the security purposes rationale for doing this is that a valid reason? And my response is, I have no idea. Yeah, I imagine that it probably was. It seemed probably seemed like a good idea at the time mm. that they decided to do it. Um, but they're not explaining to us why that happened. And I don't know why they're not. Like I can't conjecture about that. I mean, I can conjecture. Yeah, about sure, it, but, sure. But I mean, that's that's on that. That's their duty. It's not my yeah. duty to come up, you know, to explain why they took an action. I mean. They probably thought it was a good idea. I, I, well, so I assumed that at first, and I said, you know, I'll take Trend Micro at their word because, I mean, this is one, this is the first iteration of their response. Right. So I said, okay, but what is 24 hours worth of data really telling you? And if you need to sit there and comb through browser data to enhance your, the security, the effectiveness of your security product to prevent adware, then I, I gotta be honest. Your product sucks. Like your product is not good if if you need the browser data to do that, right? Okay, sure. <laughs> is I that mean, harsh? <laughs> yeah, it, it it may be, but I don't think it's unfair. Um, yeah. I, I mean, and it's not like we haven't asked the questions that you know. Oh, we have. We have. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> all yeah, because I don't. I don't want it to. I don't want it to sound like we're jumping on Trend Micro for some reason. But, but yeah. you know, th- these are all questions, and we've been asking them, and and we haven't been getting know, answers. Well, yet. yeah, yes, yeah, no. I, so, I mean, to your point, so they updated. The, the, there's been a lot of pressure on them. So they they updated the statement once the day of. They updated it the next day. They said it's a co you know it's a co library uh, uh, issue, and you know we don't. We're sorry. We didn't mean for this to happen. I don't even think they said we're sorry. Uh, on uh, September 11th, they said we're reviewing and re-verifying all user disclosure, consent process, posted materials, all of the stuff throughout all their products. Good. That's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then on the 12th, that's when they come back and they say this other app, the seventh app out of the eight total that were implicated in this browser's, you know, data stealing uh, fiasco, they said, oh, this Open Any Files app, uh, they don't even say it's ours. They just say, please note that Open Any Files app leverages the same module in question. Henceforth, we will no longer publish or support this product. I didn't even know they did. Because on the on the app, it says the developer, it says it's... The gentleman's name is, and I don't know if this is a real person, but uh, Hao Wu, H-A-O-W-U is the last name, Wu. Um, The person, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, Peter, (laughs) here's a question. How did they not know that was their app? Good question. Yeah. And what did they say when you asked that? They haven't responded. They haven't responded. To no. That. Okay. No. So, yeah, it's a really good question, especially since it's taken them so long to get an answer to us um, or to the world. But, yeah, it's uh, – it, it makes me – it sort of reminds me of the way that, like, you get a company like, say, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola makes Coke. Yes. They make Coca-Cola. Of course. That's it. If you buy a Coca-Cola, you know it's them. You know well, 
you know it's them. It's always going to be the same product, pretty much. I mean, in the United States, it's all corn syrup instead of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want real sugar in your Coca-Cola, you've got to get some from Mexico. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like be, beyond that, like basically, if you look at Coca-Cola, they, every Coke, every can or bottle of Coke you buy is the same. It's it's it, it's uh, fungible, whereas with a software company. You've got your products. You've got your Dr. Cleaner, Dr. Cleaner Pro, and so on. <laughs> you love saying that. <laughs> I do. I do. But at the same time, you probably have people coming to you and saying, look, you know, I want everything that you've got in Dr. Cleaner Pro except for feature A, B, and C. Or, I, or maybe they come to you and say, I want, I, want a piece of, I want a utility that does the following thing. And... And I'm going to market that. Yeah. Um, we'll have an agreement or something. Right. I mean, there's there's a, an infinite number of variations you can make on your product line for companies that want to pay for it. Yeah. And, and that's what that's a, a lot of software companies, that's a major part of their revenue. So my guess is that some of these things that are not clearly products that are being marketed by Trend Micro might be things that Trend Micro has done for somebody else for some reason under some circumstance for some pay, kind of payment and that's that's maybe fine. through see I thought it maybe it might be in a fit like a, a, a partner developer or like some affiliate program where they were like com- they commissioned an app and they didn't really look at it but um, so that that may be the case but you're talking about the same sort of data browser collection or browser data collection feature in the app that Woo developed, this open any files, or, or uh, yeah, open any files. Uh, and and it's also used in Dr. <laughs> Dr. Cleaner, Dr. Cleaner Pro, like all of the Trend Micro apps. So what's, how does that happen? I It's weird. It's It's definitely weird. And it's strange that like, that this is the only like it's just Mac, like this hasn't popped up. I assume other people have definitely looked at these Trend Micro apps and you know iOS and and for Windows, mm-hmm. and they must right. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe I we mean, should you, take a look. Download the Ulys. That sounds like fun. Usually, <laughs> when when a story like this breaks, somebody starts looking at everything because exactly. everybody, everybody wants to get their little you know fifteen minutes. So. Yeah. If you find another vulnerability, or you find another, in, you know, uh, uh, thing that's not quite right, then you get a little exposure for yourself. If yeah. You, if you if you find that, um, so yeah, I I assume that if there were problems in their other platforms, then then we would have heard about it by now. Um, but to me, it's more. This is a symptom of the whole. You know the whole infosphere, where we've got all these apps. You know, it's there's an app for everything. We're just churning out apps, right? Like, I don't want to do an app for LinkedIn. I don't want to do an app for. I already got the website. I got the website, <laughs> even on my phone. I don't, and and that goes triple for for things that are not as. You know, LinkedIn is a pretty big company, and they're owned by Microsoft. I should add because I just remembered that. Yeah. Um, I'm more likely to trust that app than I am the the app by the by the the contractor that brings food vendors to our 
application every week because I don't get any value added for that app. It's just another thing that's that's uh, expanding my threat uh, landscape on my phone. It's another thing that could go wrong. So yeah. why would I want it? Um, this is the kind of thing that makes me suspect that going forward, we're not going to have the same, you know, the explosion of apps on for everything has got to stop. It's got to die down a little bit. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, I like to think of Trend Micro as like a pretty, I mean, they're a very successful vendor. They're mm-hmm. one of the top, I mean, let's put it, state it clearly. They're one of the top security vendors in the market, in the industry. They've been around, around a long time. Mm-hmm. They're good at what they do. But for whatever reason, like their app ecosystem has gotten away from them, and that is putting it mildly. I mean, that's that's assuming that this wasn't like a specific thing that they did to try to sneak into, you know, uh, Mac OS users to steal their data for whatever purposes. So whatever happened here, the particulars, it, like you said, it, there's just there's apps everywhere. We're spinning up apps and not really looking at what they do. This is. This seems to be an example where that got away from them. Well, I mean, we as consumers are, are, are allowing apps to, you know, we're allowing these vendors. And I don't want to, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not specifically finding fault with Trend Micro on that explosion of apps. I'm, right. I'm, you know, this whole, the whole culture of apps is that, oh, yeah, we got to have an app um, because it's so much easier. But it's, is it? And, yeah. and at the same time, does it give? Does it bring added value? Yeah. And at the same time, especially if you're a security company, you got to ask yourself: Is this exposing my consumers to any further yeah, yeah, yeah. risk? Yeah. So, so I, I guess, for what we know now, and this story is probably going to continue. I assume it's going to continue. There are many questions here, not just for Trend Micro, but for Apple too. Like, how did they not know? And how did how did people not sort of clue into this sooner? Like we said, there were there were forum posts in 2017 where people talking about like this open any files app uh, hijacking their system. People saying it's extracting my data. I don't know where it's going. It's some IP address in you know China or wherever. Um, you know, I, some of those allegations have not been confirmed by the likes of Malwarebytes or uh, Wordle or any, anyone else at this point. Um, but I guess, like, what does this mean for, for Trend Micro right now? What's what, They're in a sticky situation. They, they've got some splaining to do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they do, and they haven't been doing a great job of that. Well, okay, I want to I, I give them uh, kudos for one thing at least. Um, they, they've updated their explanation. And rather than taking down the original explanation and then putting up a new version without any indication of what the original version was, they have been so far, they posted their original explanation, and as they've added updates, they've added little notes at the bottom, which, which to me, um, not just as a, as a journalist, but as a, as a consumer of information, I want to know when you, what you've added and when it was added. So I have to I have to say they've done a really good job as far as that goes. As far as the actual explanations, I think there's still some some missing pieces that need to be explained to to the world. But um, but yeah, I, d- I don't I I, I did want to jump in there with that one uh, uh, 
observation on the way that they've responded that that is very very positive and i think a lot of companies could could do well to take that as a as a lesson it's very minor but yeah no and i i think you know if you take away the first day their first response which kind of comes across as righteous indignation like how dare you accuse us i mean if they if they had just waited a day and said look we're sorry there were common code libraries. This feature was not meant to be in there. We, you know, we, we've, obviously the apps are taken down, but we're reviewing all of our apps and reviewing all of our policies and disclosure practices. This has been a wake-up call. Move on. Um, and, and assumed responsibility for that other app, open any files, um, right off the bat. Then I would say, yeah, okay. I mean, what are you going to do? Um, but in this case, this seems serious to me because you, you essentially have – and look, Malwarebytes, they've accused they, – they've labeled a lot of things as malware, right? And they're very aggressive with that term, and that's led to some you know frustration with certain people and certain organizations and debates about – what you know when you can call malware malware or when you can call a, a PUP uh, malicious or whatever. But when they come out, I mean, they called that Open Any Files app a scam application. Yeah, and I think I, I saw other people referring to some of these applications just in general as not being not adding very much value. Yeah, basically being yeah like the the equivalent of a, a, a promotional tool for other apps, but basically being a sh- like a shell app, like a shell company, mm-hmm. and it's just taking your browser data, whether it's twenty four hours or whatever. Uh, that's really bad for a security company. If it's just some enterprise that's like you don't expect them to to know better or to vet this stuff, but like you're a security vendor, you're, this is security is your reputation, and you have apps in that app store that have been taken down over security issues, taking users' data without their authorization, and you, you've got a vendor, another vendor calling your app a scam application. And and these like you said these these apps serve no discernible like real purpose. A few of them have no sort of real value or purpose. Like that's that's really bad. I mean, I, I, I so I don't know what this means for Trend Micro, but I would imagine it's gonna they're gonna take a reputation hit. Um, but then again, I thought Semantic was gonna take a reputation hit over the the Certificate Authority. Uh, shenanigans there. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, I when we think of a reputational hit, we might have a picture of of something different from what. I mean, I I think that each time one of these things happens, there's a little there's an incremental deprecation of of reputation. Um, and when I think about this, I think about it in context with the responses from other companies that have had, and not even not even a similar situation, but any kind of a security or privacy-related right, right. uh, issue, an incident, and and there's a there's a spectrum there's a um, a spectrum of responses that a company can do. A scale. Yeah. A range. Like, like idea the the best the best outcome for. Uh, not necessarily for the organization, but it can be. Um, but the best outcome for transparency and just general uh, building on security is to have a company that comes out, 
says, yes, we are aware of this. Uh, this is a result of, of something that caused it, and here's the cause, and here's how we're going to remedy it, and here's how you can remedy it as well. So that's ideal. Like the best thing is immediately after a, a, an incident is, is reported, um, and before it's reported, actually, if you come out, if you're a company and you have one of these things going on, you mm-hmm. come out and say, Monday morning, you say, uh, there's a, a vulnerability or breach or an incident or disclosure. Yep. Um, here's how it happened. Here's what happened. Here's what was at risk. Here's who's at risk. Here's what you can do. And here's what we're doing to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yep. That's that's best. At the, uh, at the far other side of that is a company that waits until there's reports, pauses before they do any response. Their first response is everything is, you know, situation normal. Yep. Everything is good here. Yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of and then and then in, then every day coming up with a uh, well, I shouldn't say that because there's some companies that just say, hey, you know, this happened. Uh, it's not our fault. Uh and there's nothing you can do about it, and, there's not, and we're not going to do anything about it. That's the worst. Yep. Um, the the incrementally adding information is better than that, but it's it's far from ideal. Yeah. So I think every time we talk about one of these companies that that responds in a way that is less than ideal, we're trying to highlight ways in which they can be better. Yeah. Because that's you know we're consumers as well as as true. And we're journalists. I mean, we're interested in how they respond publicly. Yeah. But, yeah, I think beyond their responses and, you know, there hasn't been any updates since the, the 12th, I believe. Yeah, I checked correct. this morning. Yeah. Actually, this afternoon. Before. But, I mean, there's still questions about what they did with that browser data. Did they ever sell it? How, you know, when did they find out that Open Any Files was, was, was theirs? Who was this How uh, Wu yeah. gentleman? What what I mean what? Well, it could it could be a a woman as well. Oh, uh, true, true. So, uh, th- th- there are just so many questions about what went on here and what th- the root sort of problem is. Um, I, do I expect Trend Micro to turn? I mean, Trend Micro has produced some really really good research. They've got a lot of smart people there. We've talked to them over the years. Do I expect them to turn their their own research people loose on this fiasco, this internal fiasco, and produce a report that's going to give a point A to point B sort of explanation of what went on here? No, I, I don't. But that would be awesome. That would show me that they're taking this seriously. If they take so, took some of their best and brightest and they just said, figure out what, what the hell went on here, Mm-hmm. And put a you know a a ten page report. Not even I don't even think it would take ten pages. Just put an explainer out that that, that shows you know in detail what happened here, where the data went, um, and the 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 fixes and the corrections we're we're implementing for it. That would be impressive. But uh, time will tell to see uh, before we sort of understand how how this is going to affect the the company and its reputation long term. So. Um, I can't wait to see what drops next on this, Peter. Maybe. I assume there is going to be something that's coming uh, eventually. So, I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, talking about this with me, at least in through the through the first iteration of this discussion. And, and like I said, we expect there to be more. Uh, it was helpful having you here to provide a calming influence, <laughs> a sober, informed opinion. 
if you say so. Yes, I but do. But it's always good to be here. Thank you, Peter. And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.